Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Tom, let's say you've set up a date with... Okay, let's say you're single first. Sure, yeah, understood. <laughs> let's say that you've set up a date with somebody and so let's say let's say on Monday you say, okay, let's meet for drinks on Friday. Sure. And they go, yep, cool, sounds great. Let's meet for drinks on Friday. So it's confirmed, it's in your calendar. You've got a venue you've at place. You've got a venue at place, at time. Yep, yep. You've organised everything. Mm-hmm. If that person doesn't confirm with you before uh, Friday. Ah, uh, yes. Mm. What do you do? Uh, I'm conf- I'm confirming. Between Monday and Friday, I'm getting a see you on Wednesday. It'll be see you Friday or yeah. a see you. Yeah, I think I don't think I'd be going making plan on Monday and then getting to Friday afternoon and going. Here's where it gets tricky. So yeah, that I is tricky. So I a story. This week about somebody who, if they, she's like, I'm not confirming. That's not my job. And she was like, if they haven't confirmed with me between the date that we've made and the date, she's like, I will just not show up. Well, you're. She's like, you didn't confirm it with me, so I assumed it wasn't happening. What? Well, you're a fool. I've had that happen to me, and I was incandescent with rage (laughs) Mm. because I'm like we set a date and a time if we just said let's grab drinks on Friday and hadn't discussed it further then I would obviously assume it's not on because we haven't planned it but if you set a date and time and if you're you know this girl was like I shouldn't have to do the emotional labour and I'm like but if it's on both of you then if that's your boundary and you haven't told them that's a boundary that you have yes absolutely how do you get through life making appointments with anyone if you won't if you won't be if you can't be broached to to confirm a date you, yeah uh, exactly no, get over get over yourself yeah you know main, main character syndrome over there I Sit your ass love down. it <laughs> get out yes <laughs> if you want to keep unmatching with people and just not showing up to stuff they're going to think you ghosted them and you're going to get a bad reputation yes ab- absolutely I want to know what you guys think at home I'll be posting this in the group at some point um if someone hasn't confirmed but you have set a date and a time to catch up do you assume the date is on do you assume the date is off or do you reconfirm i can i, under, I can i can t- i think i can understand going there's a set time there's a set place so i'll, I'll just go there I would and rock reconfirm, up but like, I'd, i still but i, I reconfirm day of so that's what happened with me is that it got to I, we'd set a date on like a tuesday and on the friday morning i'm like we still good for tonight mm. and i got the oh well i didn't we didn't speak between then and now so i assumed it was off and i've made other plans sorry but it, if i'm about to see someone for coffee the next day i'll say still on for 11 tomorrow I i'm need too info- busy to hold your hand for the entire rest of the week but i need yeah i need I'll give you a we still on in the morning before I travel Hmm. I wouldn't anyway 
Right, welcome to Ghost of Boyfriends Past. Yes. I'm Liz Vest. Hello, with Tom Harris. How and we you? also have producer Zane on mic today. Yes, I'm back. Man, He's I back. ran out the trilogy. He is back. We're rounding out the trilogy. So, Cindy in the Swingiverse, part one. Cindy in the Swingiverse, part, part two. Those two are done. If you haven't listened to those and you would like to hear some tales of some swing fails, mm. please go back and listen to those for the extra context context of who Cindy is and what her situation is because I'm not going to hold your hand through no. the start of this podcast <laughs> no, either. So that's your emotional labour to do. Exactly. <laughs> you go and do the research and I will just start and bring you the delicious or not so delicious stories. Yeah, great. Last, we actually had someone write in after the last one and went the story uh, where there was um, – Human feces in a oh, hand. Oh, yes. yes. Someone was like, that That made me a little bit sick today. And I was like, sorry. Yes. So sorry about that. So okay. uh, generally we have rules on this show. We have a guest, but that's, a, that's not really needed today. So and I don't need to obey. No, the lawyer said I do need to <laughs> obey the rules. Okay, cool. Fine. I will obey the rules. Um, so we're going to continue with the final. So it's a longer story than the other ones. There's one story today and it's the final. We're rounding out the trilogy of Cindy and the Swingerverse. Fantastic. This is part three. And again, I'm not going to read out the beautiful title that she's written for this because it gives out too much information, I believe. Okay. <laughs> um, but she does call it a tale. The start of it is a tale of two Ds. Mm-hmm. Um, she's going to call them both D. Um, but it also works because... Because D. She's getting the D. D for anyway. Nice. Oh, so the <laughs> okay, so <laughs> names start with D rather yes, than just like, yes. okay. Okay, so this story begins. There are a lot of catfishes in the swinging slash open relationships world. They'll use fake photos. They'll never be able to meet up, suddenly disappear off the apps and even make a date to meet and then not show up. Mm. Rude, mm. as we've just discussed. I think that's on all the apps. Yeah. Not necessarily just the... Swingiverse. I mean, I've been off the apps for so long that I wouldn't yeah, know, but wouldn't that's why I got off the apps. Yeah, Let's just be get honest. That, they're just in it for the sweet validation yeah. of someone paying attention yeah. to them. Um, Hub. Now, Hub is what Cindy calls her husband. Please go back and listen to the other episodes mm-hmm. because I'm not going to explain this to you any further. <laughs> um, Hub and I have an ongoing joke about who we aren't going out to dinner with as we've spent so many nights at restaurants eating with just each other after booking a table for three or four. So who are we not going out to dinner <laughs> yeah, with tonight? Right. Hubby? <laughs> There is now one male name that I will never trust in the swinging scene because they have the same operational mode, which is generally being a massive dickhead. It's interesting. She's being namist. Yes. (laughs) I can can get behind that. Honestly, and look, I would love for someone to prove me wrong, but anyone who has the the sound Aiden in their name, Uh, Aiden, Brayden, Caden, I just, they've always been terrible to me. So I say my first five serious relationships, all of their names started with D and usually it was D-A-N. Right. Um, And so I have a bit of a prejudice there now. Okay, so here... This name starts with D and she says, I bet everyone can easily guess the name because these guys are rife in the world and are known for being a hot mess, bro. Um, So this is the tale of two Ds and the reason I am on a bit of a break from it all right now. Okay. So this is D1. Uh, 24 years old, contacted me off my profile and started a conversation saying that he likes mature women. Oh, where have we heard this before? Mm. Likes mature women and asking if I could help him get more experience with girls as he's not had much. He was super respectful and the photos seemed legit and he agreed to a vanilla meeting with just me as Hub was away and had agreed that I could take this one on my own. To Dee's credit, he showed up and he seemed normal and keen. 
He disclosed that he was a virgin and said that he really wanted help to lose it. I was very cautious, but honestly, he appeared so sincere and normal in capital letters. Mm. For me, that would make me feel uncomfortable. Like I, I, I'm um, I think if, especially if he's disclosing that on the first meetup, yeah, and he's like, yeah, look, I'm, I'm anxious about this. Mm. I would like to do something about it. You seem good. Um, can I get your help slash advice? True. Like, yes, it, it's a little. It but it's, ca- it's a, a little rife, like pressure little, yeah. as well. For like, as as I'd be like, I'm the f- you okay? But I, it's okay. good information to have. Yeah, and you, and true. you don't have you don't have to go along out afterwards. I guess. Yeah, you don't have to, or during even, you yeah. don't have to go along during. With, oh yeah, God. yeah, so <laughs> no. so uh, I I think he did the I think he's done the kind of the right if, approach. Yeah. If that is the situation, like assuming it's not a lie, I don't think there's a better way to do it. Yeah, the way yeah, that he's done look, it. You're yeah, right. I this do. was just my yeah. initial like flinch reaction bit of, an of oh god, it's yeah. too much. Yeah. It's too much. Uh, okay, so she continues. I then attempted to have him meet with myself and Hub together, as it's pretty important that everybody knows that it's above board. And you know, if I was going to be a sex therapist, effectively helping this guy, it was really important that everyone had a level of comfort in what was going to happen. Yes, very important. Very good. And then. The most frustrating series of events unfolded with plans constantly being made and with him doing ongoing no-shows, acting like he didn't get messages, finally resulting in a text exchange where Hub straight up told him that he was being disrespectful towards me and D replying with, first of all, I'm going to do a voice here. It's great <laughs> off the bat. Please, yes. yeah. Rushing it off the bat. I wasn't the one who wanted to meet, uh, wanted to meet you. She was. Secondly... I'm not a virgin. I was just seeing what kind of response I'd get to seeing that because it's worked for me before. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> and finally, I guess you're right. I had no intention of doing anything. I was just bored and looking for an interesting conversation and I got that. Yeah, right. And I want you both to block my number because I don't want either of you to have my number and I think it's pretty clear I have no interest in this lifestyle. I'm just bored and looking for strange shit, lol. Cool. You're a, what a, what cool, a good, fucking cool, winner! Cool, cool man. I mean that. That's. Oh, I mean. I look. feel <laughs> like this part is not truthful. I feel like he potentially was like into it and then like, scared himself and was like, "You're not even that hot anyway." Like, could yeah. be either. Yeah, okay. yeah. But like that's that's th- like I'm I'm gonna say that most guys who have been, like gay guys who have been on apps, have come across closet cases mm-hmm. who react in a very similar way. Mm-hmm. It's like, I'm not right. even gay. I was just seeing if you were. Yeah, uh, right. That's sort yeah. of like, okay, well, <laughs> I am, and I've always <laughs> said I was. Are there, uh, <laughs> what are you doing on the apps? Yeah, are there many bo- are there many bored men on on dating apps, uh, <laughs> or, uh, gay dating apps? Like, I'm just bored. I'm yeah. just looking. Yeah, I want I'm just, validation. I'm just looking. Yeah. Mm. This, you'd think this is would be the end of, Right. I would hope yeah, so. This is You'd not the so. end of this. Oh dear. He disappeared for a bit, mm-hmm. then popped back up around nine months later with a touch of amnesia, <laughs> rematching under a different name. Oh, well done. <laughs> but with the same pics and acting very confused when I opened up the convo and in brackets, <laughs> she says, feel free to act this out with voices and everything. I'm ahead of you, Cindy. <laughs> yeah, I'm so ahead of you. She says, me, what, D? Oh, what? <laughs> Do you know me? <laughs> <laughs> Who's this? Me. Oh, for fuck's sake, you're either deliberately acting clueless or you really are. No, but where do you know me from? Like, from here? 
Can I see your pictures? Ugh. <laughs> Me. You've seen them, so no. Oh, okay. So it was on here? Oh, my God. I'm so confused, lol. <laughs> oh, I'm so dumb. I'm I don't so know what I'm doing. What? I'm just a dumb version. <laughs> it's so poor. Time and time again on this podcast, I've lamented doing the doing the con poorly. Like, if you're going to do it, do it correct. Yeah. Do it properly. Have some pride in your grift. Like, if you're going to grift, do it properly. None of this half hour. oh, you, oh, was yeah, it? Yeah, oh. Yeah. What? Yeah, I don't know what on. you're talking about, bro. Uh, me, still bored and looking for strange shit, still pretending to be a virgin in case it works for you, still have no intention of following through. Is your memory being jogged yet? Him, <laughs> yeah, I remember now. <laughs> I only said those things because your husband got upset with me that I didn't meet up for lunch at Insert Large Shopping Centre here. Uh, me, actually, he wasn't upset at all. He was annoyed that you wasted my time, which you did. And whether what you said was true or not, I don't particularly care. And I can spot a gaslighter from a mile away. So you keep telling yourself what you want to get yourself, or what you want to get yourself through. I just hope you're not playing games with other people on here who are genuine. And that is where this conversation ends. Good. I hit send, and I waited until I saw that he read it, and then I blocked him. Nice. In the subsequent months and to the present time, he makes new profiles, uses the same pictures, and still turns up oh matching with God. me in the apps. When I see it, I simply block. And I move think on. I think we're coming from an, a place of incredible privilege that none of us in the room are currently on the apps. Yes, to like absolutely. to be able to state whether this shtick works for people. Yeah, in like mm. in like the way that they actually achieve their ends through this because like if you're using the same pictures people will remember you yeah people there aren't that many fish in the sea (laughs) (laughs) there are a lot but not in your vicinity (laughs) so yeah i just that i'm fucking perplexed like at least use different pictures like do better do better at being a dick work all around well i mean like if he's meeting up with people he can't he can't use fake pictures so he has to use his pictures yeah but like yeah, especially if they're like the exact same pictures and that he changing shared for your months name? and months. Yeah, that's weird. That's really weird. Mm. All right, D two. <laughs> I have this urge to say Mighty Ducks because <laughs> I don't know. I just anyway. I'm old. Okay, this one I was never invested in at all. I also think he was just too young at around twenty years old. I let Hub run the course on this and just went along with a very detached attitude. I found that having the pessimistic outlook serves me much better when they don't show up. Welcome to the club. Same. (laughs) Pessimism is so much easier than optimism. It doesn't hurt as much. (laughs) It's just a little less energy. Yeah. I'm just like, it's probably not going to work out. And if it does, bonus. Yeah, it's either I'm right or I win. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, that's the perfect way to put it. Uh, the short of it was that he matched with us, dove in hot and heavy from the start, wanting to meet, sexting, making grand plans to do all sorts of things as he wanted as he wanted to run before he really had started walking. He also looked like an esche from the pictures I saw. Now, for someone who's not Australian, what would we say is is, is an esche like a like a, a a bogan like that's another Australianism. It's like I a, think if like a, a, similar to like a British chav. Yes, chav, it, would, it, right. it would be an Australian Australia's version of a chav. I'd say with different with different yeah. uh, connotations, connotations, yeah. rules. Yeah. Yes. Like yeah. very close cut hair, likes to wear like caps and like tracksuits. 
Yeah. That sort of. There will be a bum bag. There will be a mullet haircut. There will be a. Yeah. But there will be a sneaker of a specific brand, which I can't recall. Um, and they will think they're hard and all that. And usually yeah. talk with a bit of a nasal, like what kind of voice? Yeah. Anyway. Um, that's a very stereotype, but that's sort but that's of... But that's the thing. If you're calling them an Eshe, it's a kind of lower Broad class. Stroke. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, blah, blah, blah. He looked like an Eshe from the pictures I saw. But Hub thought that he was an enthusiastic guy with a lot of engagement, so he convinced me to at least meet him. Dee's- it's interesting that... Oh, no, I, I guess it goes to, without saying that Hubby enjoys that sort of... No. Um, that sort of person to engage with on the yeah, apps. Yeah, yeah. Because it's, it's the ones that are actually interested in what you're saying. Mm. yeah. So, to start with, Dee's car was broken, so he wanted us to go to his house. Nope, we always do the vanilla meetup somewhere neutral and we do not give away our address details until we are fully vetted and verified. Smart. Really smart. So, I made plans for us to meet Dee at Franchise Restaurant at his local Westfield, which was nowhere near our place, but he should have been able to get there easily. He agreed. In the group chat, I let Dee know when we were leaving our home and he was all good. Gave him our ETA. Yep, he was definitely going to be there. Let him know when we parked that we were walking into the restaurant. He said, okay. Once we arrived, we got a table. I sent a further message to let him know this. And after sitting at the table for 10 minutes past meeting time, Hub checked his phone and Dee had sent a private message about 15 minutes before the last okay that was sent to the group chat. Mm. Saying... <laughs> Sorry, I've just oh, read Very saying. good. Pause, pause, everyone. For fuck's sake, I probably won't make it. Prolly, probably, probably, I probably won't make it. QPS are here, and I'm getting arrested. That would be Queensland, poli- <laughs> Queensland, <laughs> Queensland Police Service. Uh, for, for or playing. if you said it in an essay, saying QPS are here, and I'm getting arrested. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so so he's getting arrested, but then he still said okay? Apparently. Mm. Apparently. Okay, mm. well, maybe he was optimistic. Yeah, maybe I can... <laughs> this will be yeah. over in five minutes. Hub did reply and asked what for, <laughs> but it went nowhere. All trace of him disappeared off the apps, out of the group chat, like, immediately. <laughs> I probably won't okay. make it. I'm getting arrested. <laughs> I, would be go- I would be Googling a... Probably. Ra- probably, yeah. Prolly. Not probably. I probably won't make it. But even, it. like, I probably won't make it. Yeah. I'm getting arrested so I probably won't yeah, make yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, what situation Maybe. do you imagine you're getting arrested and then going to make a meetup in 15 minutes? <laughs> would you Would you be Googling arrest records and his yes, name and absolutely. seeing what he got I would be for. going FBI on his butt. Um, Hub and I laughed about it and had dinner together and swore that that was the last of the Ds ever because clearly they are not reliable. Yeah, a week yeah. later. Oh, good. <laughs> good. Fantastic. Now, I've got screenshots here, so I'm going to have to read these out and kind of explain a few things. So, a week later, this turned up in my DMs. Hey. And I say hey because there's two Ys. Yep. XX. Yes. And then she replies with, hi. Want to have some fun? Purple devil face. (laughs) Purple devil face. (laughs) Yeah. I I believe that's that's emoji code for horny. Okay. Yep. Nice. Ah, and what's this eggplant people keep sending me? (laughs) I know the eggplant. (laughs) (laughs) What? (laughs) Uh, I thought you'd been taken away by the police. Yeah, I did. (laughs) (laughs) What? Okay, so why are you just contacting me and not the both of us? Can you make a group chat again? Uh, the group chat still exists. Oh, true. Just doesn't come up on mine. So, you want to have fun? Uh, I'm just leaving him hanging at this point because honestly, what the fuck, mate? 
There are so <laughs> there are so many more stories to tell, but honestly, this is not Ghosts of Sex Parties Past. It could be. Mm-hmm. I think that's that's Some a spin-off. Epi- I think mm. it's an episode by episode <laughs> basis that we make this call. So this is where she sums up all of the stories. Overall, most of my experiences have been really positive, where we've made lovely friends, had long-term regular playmates, celebrated milestones and birthdays, comforted people when relationships break down and gone into battle when people aren't being treated right. There are no more or no less problematic garbage humans in the scene than in the vanilla world, Mm. and the cheating and gaslighting is just as prevalent. I'm on a bit of a break from the hectic new meets now, and while I stay off the apps and start up conversations with possible candidates, I no longer get heavily invested in trying to find new playmates. Every now and then, Hub and I have dinner by ourselves because someone doesn't show up, and we're okay with that. Well, in brackets she says, I'm being slightly brave here. It does hurt to get rejected a little, but I simply make it into a story and tell my swinger friends and they all agree that some of these guys are full of swagger until they actually have to show up. Welcome to mm-hmm. Ghosts of Boyfriends Past. Yes. <laughs> yes. Do it for the story. Yes. This is what I said to people all the time. Every shit date is a good story. We still regularly catch up with friends from the lifestyle and my husband has an ongoing arrangement with another couple that I'm not involved with. But I know them quite well and have a lot of time for them. I'm just not into them and that's okay. If you want to know my lessons learned. Number one, people are amazing and also people are garbage. Correct. That's my favourite life lesson. People are also amazing garbage. Yes, absolutely. Uh, If you're scared of ghosts, don't go on any of the apps. That's my life philosophy. Hello. (laughs) I would like to know, like, whether she's referring there to being ghosted or whether or not it's people coming back from the dead to haunt you. Uh, (laughs) Look, I think (laughs) Pocanolos does. Number three, to avoid all sorts of complications, treat gym bros' abs like you would the sun. Do not look directly at them. Uh, right. Okay. <laughs> She's not wrong. <laughs> Number four, it's very easy to hide in plain sight. I think she's talking about what her own lifestyle there. Like, yeah, yeah, no one, no, no one knows and what's that, going and on. And that yeah. you have no idea what other books is going on with other people's lives. So uh, number five, the friends that you've seen naked are often the friends that will have your back when you're fully clothed. Um, I kind of <laughs> – speaking as someone who's left with a lot of her friends, <laughs> I agree with that one. Um, number six, if you ever meet a person who says, you'd be fun at a swingers party apropos of nothing, it's probably me and I absolutely mean it. Oh. And it oh. might be a proposition. Yeah, absolutely. There's a, there's a cute little smiley face emoji <laughs> after that. And that is the conclusion of Cindy and the Swingerverse. Here in the Ghosts of Boyfriends Pass extended universe of, of stories <laughs> and tales. Wow. And a and a big shopping list of lessons learned that she's put together. So Absolutely. she's done a she's done a ghosts of boyfriends past homework in that regard. Mm-hmm. Uh Gee, I, if so if you if you think of just this episode, well, maybe we'll go lessons from just this episode, and then lessons from gee, the weird. saga. I have to try and rec- recall so the whole saga from hmm. this episode. I'm kind of like, I mean, first of all, I feel like young people and communication aren't really that great. Um, yeah, it's, it, it feels I think like if we could educate people on how to communicate better from a younger age and talking about, you know, keeping people's feelings um, and having better empathy and stuff like that, then we'd be able to avoid this. I just think communication is so important. And I think if people had 
better emotional resilience and emotional understanding from a younger age, you wouldn't get so many people ghosting, not showing up or deliberately fucking with people. Like it's very hard to teach empathy, but it's important. It's important to, to teach empathy. You know, I think a lot of it comes to shame. Like we educate about sex through shame. Absolutely. Like that's, that's definitely like a Western culture thing. And I think you focus on young people it's just because they haven't had a chance to or you most of them haven't had a chance to unlearn a lot of those behaviors mm. that they've seen like they're they're given these scripts in movies and TV shows that they assume real life will follow but Mm-mm. you don't really see the hard conversations happen on TV as part of a sexual relationship yeah, you sure. just see them as part of the drama of who's going to kill who or um etc cetera, etc cetera. so I think that's a, a lot of what younger people have to face is like having those conversations and learning how to do that um and i think that's something that's definitely like so well done or or more prevalent in the ethical non-monogamy community because it has to be because they have to have those conversations every day Mm. yeah Yeah, i would agree with that i think broadly speaking it's uh, i think uh swingers for example all that whole like that whole lifestyle for a long time has been an easy target for people to sort of point and laugh and giggle Ooh, and <laughs> but i think i think these stories just show that uh if be you in a be you a vanilla person like i in Australia, in a, or or other people are going to hurt each other in all types of relationships people are going to be bad to each other in across different different arenas so if you if you are ethical non-monogamy at all uh, there are we all i think we can all uh, we all realize that we can we we all get hurt the same way mm. we all can hurt each other the same way so the rules apply this isn't a separate it it can feel like a separate playground but it's not a separate universe uh, mm. world uh, we all we're all existing in it together um so i think yeah but these relationships i don't know they're, they're normal, right? This is the they're, thing. They're normal. Like, they're normal people. They're one human of my beings. other lessons is if that's something that has ever piqued your interest, but you're like, it's all full of dirty weirdos. Like it sometimes, yeah. But so is the straight dating world. So is the mm. you know. Yeah, the, that's right. So is the gay dating world. So is the monogamous world. Like everyone's a, a little bit weird, and you just got to find your own brand of weird. Yeah, so your your arena isn't better or any or anything than uh, than any others. I just right? reckon We're if you're a little bit interested in it, then why not do some do some research, have a look, have a try. Like you know, in one of the previous episodes, um, Cindy and her husband went to a sex party, and they yeah, realised right. that even though they enjoy the swinger lifestyle of inviting other couples into their relationship and sleeping with other people separately, um, that that parties were a hard no for them. And I guess it's one of those as long as you do your research and try it safely, and you realise it's a no, you, you know. Yeah. Don't do it or do do it. But it's not the weird, creepy, like keys in a bowl taboo that it used. Mm. Well, it, it is, but it shouldn't be. It shouldn't be. I think this, I think a stigma has softened on it, but I think yes. it, it would still there would still be some remnants of a of a stigmatization to it. I would I would I would guess. Yeah, for sure. Among amongst the Zane? amongst the masses. Lessons? From this one or from uh, yeah, yeah, take take it it <laughs> at this point, I think um, we started classifying and then I just gave up. Yeah, well, I think men are trash. Correct. Uh, sure. just no, forever, I'm forever sorry. And always. <laughs> Most of the time. 
I mean, everyone's trash, but men just seem to be more vocal about it. I feel it. like this also <laughs> goes back to the whole we teach men that they need to, that they can be dickheads in yeah, this world, and yeah. that if people were taught about emotions a lot earlier, then yeah. What I really enjoyed about all of Cindy's stories is the fact that her and her partner are just have this really strong connection and that he is more than willing to go into bat for her yeah. yes. um, in these situations. Yep. And I think that is a great dynamic for these younger guys who are trying to get away with something to just be immediately met by mm. another guy going like, hey, I'm here too. I can see what you're doing. Yeah. It's really sad though that they don't take it seriously when a woman is like, hi, I'm here and that's not appropriate. But when a guy swoops in and goes, that's shit. Yeah, but like, again, like they've learned that behavior from yeah. modeling other other men, and so this is a man that's modeling the good the behavior. Good behavior, mm-hmm. yeah. So that's true. why the learning can be there because, again, a, a lot of it is predator prey mentality. So, yeah. what is a guy going to learn from a woman trying to set boundaries when he's taught that what a woman says doesn't actually isn't what she wants, mm-hmm. doesn't actually matter. Mm-hmm. It's yep. about yeah, what you can get out of them despite what they say. I so, still can't get yeah. over that guy lying about being a virgin <laughs> just because it's worked for him yeah, in the past. Cu- like, yeah, curious. My knee jerk reaction when someone was like, "I'm a virgin." and was like, oh, no, I don't want to – your first should be, no, not with me, thank you, goodbye. Whereas yeah. um, I think maybe other people would be like, hell, yeah, let me teach you all the things. Like, I don't mm. know. I think that response is also creepy. Yeah. But <laughs> I think there is there is a happy medium somewhere in, out there for the virgins listening. Yeah. It's like, yeah, don't, don't hide it, but also, like, don't – be weird about it. Your virginity shouldn't be fetishized. Yeah. It should just be yeah. part of yes, your sexual that's experience. Prob- that's of, probably- you know, like it, it's, I, I always think it's a very dangerous thing when somebody takes someone's virginity as a, as part of their kink rather than just two yeah. people are having sex. So yes. if you ever feel like you're in a situation where your virginity is being fetishized, it's probably a good opportunity or to get it, the fuck out of there. Or if you find yourself doing it, if yeah. you find yourself in the process of it, it, it's okay, catch yourself, you know, it's it's all right. Uh, you don't you don't have to don't have to fret. You mm. can ca- you can catch yourself and learn and 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 move on from behaviors that you don't like in yourself. So it's okay, ba- okay, baby boy. <laughs> <laughs> this is one of the few episodes where I'd actually like to know what our readers learnt from from these three parts. Mm. Yes, um, well, everyone's got three episodes to get through. Uh-huh. Uh, Go to the back catalog. Go listen to the episodes that you didn't. Re-listen to them if you want to come up with some some questions or whatever. Um, and I can pass on any questions that you have to Cindy as well um, because uh, we are still in email contact. Yeah, so normally we, we put the the call out for your own stories, your own questions, your own feedback. Uh, as Cindy did, she sent in a mammoth of a story that we, that we drip-fed over three episodes. We can do that. We can include it on a quickie. But mm. this time, what did you learn? Sitting at home. You've had years listening to this <laughs> podcast, years of practice. Let us know what you've learned from Cindy's uh, three uh, three episodes, I, I suppose. Yep. Yeah. What did you learn in the Swingiverse? In the meantime, if you have a story that it doesn't have to be this long, oh, but if God. you have a story that you don't particularly want to put your voice to, we bloody love it. Well, I love it when you <laughs> give the opportunity for me to flex my dramatic Eche voice when I'm doing all, you know, the dude bro voices when I'm like, yeah, oh, funny. No, some wonderful voice acting by Liz in this episode. So I, hope I would love it. So please, if you, if there's a story that's just a little bit too, mm, don't want to put my name or voice to it, write it in because 
we can learn so much from them. It's so exciting to get stories like this that um, are not often talked about because people don't want to put their name or voice to it. So let, let us be your mouthpiece. We will absolutely get through that. Go to go, oh, write into ghostsofboyfriendspast at gmail.com or hit us up on any of our social media. Um, we're on Instagram and Facebook, none of the rest, but I think maybe – should, should, should we start a TikTok? <laughs> Are we too old for TikTok? <laughs> uh, I would say yes, but, yeah. <laughs> but, but we'll, move, we'll move on. Uh, where are we? We're just saying goodbye. Yeah, we're just yeah. saying goodbye. That's yeah. what we. I Get mean, we're here. so tired, you guys. <laughs> you have no idea. Thank but you thank you listening. so much for joining us. Um, please join in our season of Christmas ratings drive, re- reviewing drive bonanza. If you can review us anywhere and send us a screenshot, that's as good as a Christmas card or a Christmas present for us. We don't ask for anything. We've not asked for your money yet, yet. <laughs> um, but you know, if you've ever appreciated any episode, a review would mean so much to us in the meantime uh if you've got any questions about swingers write them in because we will make Mm, sure that cindy gets them hold up what was that boring no flavor that was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. There are known knowns, known unknowns, and unknown unknowns. But there are also unknown knowns. The ancient and esoteric order of the Jackalope is a secret society devoted to unearthing and sharing this forgotten knowledge. Each episode, we take one of these strange stories and share it with you. No topic is off limits, except for the obvious. Available wherever fine podcasts are sold.